0: How do I say hello to people like, hello, welcome to the Making Artwork podcast. Um, And I've forgotten completely what I'm going to say. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Making Artwork podcast. That's right. It's been a long time, but I finally put out a new episode. Yay for me. It's been a while. Uh, It's been about a year or so uh, since the last episode went up. Um, I had a good run in the beginning of being able to get lots of guests, uh, people were really excited about the idea of being able to come on and talk. Uh, people liked the idea of being able to uh, have exposure for crea- creative careers that don't normally get to be interviewed. Uh, but you know, obviously, you know, no, no well is infinite, and uh, eventually, I started to run down the list of people who I knew well enough to get them onto the show. And it slowly went from consistently getting people on board to people who were less than enthusiastic uh, or just did not have the time whatsoever. And then of course, other projects get in the way and you just kind of lose motivation. But uh, this show has been in the back of my mind for the entire year that we haven't been doing anything with it. And I've been trying to think about Uh, what I can do because we have a lot of, we have a lot of hours of material here, which I think are are very good. But obviously if I'm not putting out material, uh, that, that stuff is just going to sit and rot on the internet as so many other things do. MySpace. So uh, I was thinking about what to do, like, So I've been racking my brain about a new direction to take the show. And I, I'm trying to experiment, it's a new year, new year, new me, uh, new you, new everything. So I'm thinking for the foreseeable future I'll be putting out a short probably roughly half hour episodes, uh, pretty much just me talking. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll take the opportunity to share more of my own personal stories uh, and experiences in my career. Uh, it's always something I've tried to avoid doing uh, because I like the focus to be on my guests. I try not to inject too much of myself, but I feel like, you know, there's there's stuff that I could talk about. And uh, in lieu of better uh, you know, uh, material, I, uh, that, that is the material. I will be the material to fill in the blank spots. Um, and I, and I also feel like it, it, this could be a good resource for giving people advice, uh, and tips. Um, I have a lot of conversations with artists, so I'll be able to provide, I think a lot of, uh, you know, insight that's not just my own. So, and if, I'm still going to try to get guests on the show uh it's just it's as i said it's harder to do so i can't count on it to be consistent but i think uh having uh this to fill in the gaps to keep the show current keep you all subscribed um it will will make it so that you'll be there when the big exciting interviews drop when I can get them. So I'm going to be working on getting interviews. Uh, So my new, my new direction, uh, those who can't do teach and those who can't teach podcast. And that's what I'm going to be doing here is, uh, taking this in a different direction, uh, shorter episodes, uh, focusing on me talking at you, uh, sharing tips and advice, maybe even a little bit of creative news, uh, whatever happens to be big at the time. Um, and But we'll, I'll keep them short. I'll keep these into short 30-second, 30 30-minute, 30 30-second, uh, yeah, the 30-second episodes. So we'll keep it as short, 30-minute episodes um, to, you know, just a little bit of creativity. Uh, looking to probably do at least two a month. Uh, so, you know, you'll be getting more of the show in your ear if that's something that you're interested in. So I, I guess to start... I'll do an introduction, a new introduction for people who may not have listened to previous episodes um, and an introduction for people who have listened to previous episodes, because as I said, I, I try not to talk about myself too much, but um, but I'll talk a little bit about, about what I do. Um, I, I've i been working creatively uh, since around 2009 professionally. Um, it's hard to put a label on it exactly. Uh, and it's something I I think will be really exciting to explore, you know, moving forward in future episodes. Um, I was trained, I went to school for, and I was trained as a, as a, as an animator in the classical sense, like, you know, paper, uh, you know, light tables, pencils, you know, the, uh, drawing things frame by frame, (laughs) uh, all, all that old stuff. Um, but, uh, I'm very stubborn (laughs) and, uh, wanted to stay in my hometown of Boston and it's a it's a rich creative community here, but it's small and competitive, so it's difficult to build a career here because uh, there's a lot of other people who are, at least in my case, definitely more talented than I am. Um, so you you have to wear a lot of different kind of hats. Uh, I believe we referenced that in the first episode when we had my friend Jackson on here uh, talking about wearing different hats, and uh, it's an important rule. I'll say right off the bat, uh, it's one of my biggest. Uh, Pieces of advice uh, that I've built my entire life around is the idea of never limiting yourself in what you can do. Uh, You know, be willing to wear different hats. Be willing to explore how your skills and your tools and your, your, uh, you know, uh, experience can be used in different ways. Uh, So I have done everything from animation, graphic design, web design, uh, writing... Uh, Voice acting, Um, I just pretty much any kind of creative that's been needed. I've been there to do it I've worked in comic books uh, as both an artist, a writer, a letterer, a colorist, editor, uh, designer I mean, it's it's, I've I've covered the gamut Um, and, and as I said, we'll we'll explore that further but um I have done so many different things. So I'm primarily I, I call myself an animator, but uh, you know, the illustrator, designer, creative director, all of these different names have applied to me uh even in different times of a, of a single week. So uh again, it sounds a little braggy. Um and I don't want to it's it's just it's it's what I have to do uh to survive, you know, i in a professional setting. So Currently my full-time job is uh, as an animator and videographer at a, uh, a small marketing agency uh, in Boston that helps to connect uh, different companies with uh, creative materials. Uh, and I produce the in-house marketing materials for that company, uh, not working for other clients, but working for just the one company. But I do a lot of freelance on the side from that. Uh, a lot of other marketing marketing is a, is a really good avenue to go um, because there's a big demand for it, especially these days uh, with social media and the internet. It's, it's, it's so crucial for these companies to have creative to stand out. And if you are a creative person, particularly one who is capable of doing many things, um, you can do very well in marketing. So it's, it's, I always recommend that as an avenue for people who, uh, may be a little stuck into like w- what to do with their, <laughs> their new found, uh, animation degree or uh, design degree, you know, but that, uh, I'll use this as an opportunity to segue into the first big topic I wanted to uh, discuss uh, on this episode because it is the the top of the year. It's 2019. Welcome to 2019. Uh, It's a new year. And New Year's the perfect time for resolutions. And a lot of people, you know, it's, I mean, you know, time is a construct. But uh, the idea of having, you know, this this sort of like artificial reset uh, that you can use to... uh, to better yourself or, or as a, as a stop point to break old habits is, is I, I always find it uh, really helpful. Um, It's sort of like wipes the slate clean, even if it's not, you know, you still have your same problems, but at least this kind of gives you a start point of like, okay, this is where I can start to work on these things. And um, one of my big resolutions uh, for 2019 is to focus more on uh, my own creative than client work. I, I very hard time. A lot of freelancers will say that their biggest issue is learning to say no, uh, to, uh, offered work. It's hard to walk away from money. Um, because you never know when and where your next job will come from sometimes. And, uh, it's, it's, you know, every freelancer has those down times where, uh, the work is not pref. uh, <clears throat> where the work is not plentiful and the money is stagnant and uh, it's tough, those times are tough. So when you do find the work or you get the opportunities, uh, you you do the best you can to hold on to every single one of them. But the problem with that is that, uh, you know, doing focusing so much on client work can cause you to become stagnant in other ways. Uh, you're not obviously not going to be stagnant financially, but you will be stagnant creatively, particularly if you get one major client or job that you work at consistently um, and it 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 kind of stops you from being able to grow or or change or improve or expand your skill set and one of the best ways to handle that is uh, personal projects, uh, which I think every creative person needs to do, uh, even if it's not necessarily there. I've met a lot of creatives. And this is the other thing is whenever I talk about this subject, I like to uh, preface it by saying, uh, if you're not the kind of person who is just chock full of ideas, you don't need to feel bad about it. There's a lot of creatives out there who are like workers, not necessarily idea people. They like to explore the art. They like to explore the techniques, but they're not thinking up the stories or they're not creating the characters, you know, they, they'll take other people's work gladly and, and do it, but, uh, they're not really the, the originators of the concepts. And there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like when I was in school, there was a lot of pressure on students who were not necessarily idea people to, to, become that. And it is a useful tool, obviously, but I think it also causes a lot of like psychological problems where it's like, Oh, well, what is wrong with me that I don't have an epic story to tell like that person sitting next to me. So I just like to say, you know, you don't have to necessarily feel pressured to do that, but, um, finding work outside of, uh, cause we all started doing this as a hobby and it's important to keep that spirit alive because otherwise it all just becomes work and it's not fun anymore and you can't be creative if you're not having fun. So I always advise people to have personal projects, uh, come up with something, even if it means teaming up with somebody, a friend of yours or somebody that you know who who has ideas that you work well with, uh, where it's, they have the idea and then you get creative freedom to do, to execute it however you see fit. Um, you know, to, just to have that those outlets that are not work, uh, that it allows you to, to grow and experiment and just keep keeping the mindset that you had when you first started down the path that led you to a creative career. Um, personally, I, I have a lot of projects. My whole career began because uh, I like to tell stories. I like to share ideas. And the easiest way to do that is through uh, drawing, um, you know, because you can just execute by yourself without having to go through anybody else it's the easiest way to get your ideas from your head you know to another person's brain i did that all the time in high school and grade school and and, and throughout college I was drawing my own stories and and animations and and things like that and uh, i found in the last few years working professionally that that the time and the energy to do those personal projects has has uh, been <laughs> few and far between it's it's hard to come home sometimes and and want to sit back at your desk uh, and work on something else. Even if it is a fun personal project, sometimes your bed just seems like a much more interesting project (laughs) to just lay down and just be unconscious for several hours. So um, it does take effort, but uh, it's definitely worthwhile. And that is my personal goal and and what I advise other people to do, uh, particularly the beginning of the year now um, to just, you know, take, take the year, say, I'm going to do something this year. I'm going to do something for me. I've got, uh, personally, I've got, uh, projects lined up. Some of it is, is associated with, uh, some of my clients. So it's, it's not, it's kind of marrying those two worlds together, make things a little bit easier for me. Um, if, if some of my expectations and responsibilities are actually completing my own work, that is actually to be, to be specific, that is, uh, my comic book series Ninja Bear, which uh, has uh, like an issue and a half out right now, published through Red Stylo Media. And uh, we're working on, I'm gonna be making a, <clears throat> I'm gonna be making a concerted effort in 2019 to focus on working on more of that story uh, with that character and, and some of the other characters I wanna introduce uh, and trying to do that on more of a regular scheduled basis uh, to be putting out new material with that. So um, that's, that's gonna be a big thing for me. Uh, to be able to, at the end of the year, look back and say, I have this book now that I put together and I can, you know, it's something that I did. It's me and it's me experimenting with my own storytelling and my own artistic design and blah, 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 all that fun stuff. Anyway, so in the spirit of keeping things short, uh, I'm just going to throw out one last little bit of advice before I let you all go free. Um, in keeping of the with the theme of, uh, you know, new year. Uh, and being able to focus more on yourself. The last bit of advice I'd like to throw out is the the answer to the classic how do you get into art question that every artist gets asked at some point in their career. What I'd like to suggest doing is figure out exactly what it is about whatever your particular artistic endeavor is uh, that you like the most. Um, as I had mentioned earlier, it, for me, it, is storytelling was what really motivated me, uh, to get into drawing, uh, because again, it was a way of telling stories in a visual manner and and getting my ideas out. So, uh, that was sort of where my passion came from. And that was what pushed me, uh, to where I am now. So figure out exactly what it is that, uh, that attracts you to whatever form of, of artistic practice that you enjoy uh, and and identify that and and hold on to that because that's going to be the thing that's going to keep you going. And once you figure out what it is that motivates you, once you figure out what, what you're passionate about, uh, you study the work of people you like. Study the people who influence you and steal from them. <laughs> uh, like blatantly steal from them uh, early on. Like obviously... You can't do it in a commercial sense, but it's important to be able to break down other people's work, the existing work, the people who have already figured it out, break down what they did so you can figure out how they did it. And once you've broken it down, you can build it back up again. And when you learn how to build it back up again, you give it your own spin, you give it your own influence and it slowly, but surely becomes yours. So that's my advice for going into 2019. Uh, find time to create work for yourself and find out what you're passionate about, what drives you, what motivates you. Uh, study it, find your influences, study those, break them down, build them up again and, uh, try to make it yours. So yeah. So that'll do it for this first episode of 2019. Uh, don't want to wear my welcome out too quickly here. Hopefully this wasn't terrible for you and hopefully you'll come out and check out the next episode uh I'm, as i said at the at the top of the show i'm hoping to be putting these out uh twice a month every two weeks so keep your eyes peeled and your ears prepped for the next episode if you want to follow the show on twitter you can follow us at mopcast that's m-a-w-p underscore cast on twitter uh you can find the show on facebook and um make sure you subscribe uh on your podcast app of choice so you can be updated when the new episode drops uh next week most likely thursday i'll be keeping the i'll be keeping you all updated on social media we'll be doing another live red stylo special uh talking about the new red stylo media anthology what fresh hell is this a comic anthology based on dante's inferno the divine comedy We'll be speaking with uh, editor Genevieve Trainer about what she's looking for in terms of material for the book, uh, both story and art-wise. So keep a lookout for that. I'll be, as I said, I'll be updating that on social media, letting you all know when that's going to be planned. It's going to be live. So make sure you tune into the link that will be provided in the announcement so that you can come in and listen to us babble live. Not edited. Very weird. If you enjoyed listening to me talk by myself, you may want to listen to me talk with somebody else. You can check out the Who Cares podcast, which is the show I do with me and my first guest from this show, Jackson Burns, uh, where we just talk about things that nobody would possibly care about. Also, check out my comic, Ninja Bear, at uh, NinjaBearComic.com you can read the first issue and a half (laughs) that are currently up there. And uh, I'm going to begin updating it with new comics starting, I believe, in February. So thanks for listening. And I look forward to sharing more of my insights and experience with you all on the future episodes of the Making Art Work podcast. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you in two weeks. Fingers crossed.